Welcome to the YYY Show, a comedy podcast about such histories, life, and scratching the itch of curiosity. I'm Jingyan. And I'm Eliza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast and we do our best to research the things that we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at YYY Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's our 40th episode! Yes! Which also means that we are taking a break next week. Yes. <laughs> we deserve it! <laughs> also because we are a bit busy now preparing for a different project, which we will reveal to you when the time is right. Yes, so we will be back with a brand new season and a guest episode. Yes. We anyhow say season. Eh? We don't even know whether it's a season or not. Doesn't matter, okay? Every time episode is a new season, okay? We have okay. decided that. Mm. Ta-da! Okay, hey, before we start. Yes. I want to tell you something. Mm. I found out something related to our search term last week. Okay, which one? Can a fish swallow a man? Oh, okay. Yeah, I found out that the only whale that can potentially swallow a human mm. is the sperm whale. Oh. Because, you know, last week we were talking about the baleen Yes, thing, but right? the throat is too small, so it can't possibly swallow a man, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But this sperm whale, right, different kind of mouth. Oh. It has teeth. Oh. Uh-huh. And then the throat is big enough to swallow a human. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's actually a how to survive guide <laughs> online. Oh, Okay, wow. can't read you the steps, okay? How okay. to survive, uh, in case you meet a sperm whale. Okay. Okay, step one. Curl up into a tight ball. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, they have very big and heavy teeth. Each teeth is about one kg. So if the teeth chomp on you, are you sure die on Okay, so yes. you, if you're in a ball, it's n- not so easy la, it's, yeah, la, to yeah. chomp you. Yeah, because if you have a lot of limbs, then very easy to chomp your limbs off. Okay. Okay, so you just try to be a ball, okay? Okay. okay step two, don't panic. Okay. okay. Try to grab onto something in the whale's mouth or throat. Okay. Any dangly things that you can like potentially grab hold of. Okay. Okay. Uh. So that you don't get sucked into the stomach. Oh, okay, okay, understand. Okay. okay, step three is hopefully you are wearing a good suit. Okay. Yeah, hopefully your suit is neoprene diving suit. Okay. Yeah, and hopefully you have a breathing tube and a oxygen tank. Okay. Because if not, you should drown. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so the sperm whale can also swallow the oxygen tank together. Can, can swallow the whole thing. Oh, okay. Then, because the throat big enough to oh. feed, feed everything. Wow, okay. Mm, and then the whale's stomach, right, uh. is acidic. So apparently the neoprene suit uh, uh-huh. can withstand some of this acid. Oh my god. So, yeah. It, I mean, you have to be wearing something. <laughs> like you just is your skin, right? Maybe you are like just wearing swimming trunks or just bikini. Sure, sure cannot. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, now step four is wait to be spat out. Wait to be spat out. Yes, okay. apparently sperm whales need to vomit every few hours. Oh remember, my god. Remember a few, few episodes back we were saying that sperm whale will vomit ambergris? Yes, yes, ah, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. So just wait long until it become the ambergris. Oh. Then you just kind of vomit out together with it. Together with the ambergris, okay. And, and any <laughs> anything else that the sperm whale doesn't want to swallow, you know? Okay, can. Okay. But you must hope, my hope very, very, very hard. Yes. That the sperm whale don't vomit you when it is very deep in the ocean. Because then you cannot float all the way to the top. Yeah, because human only can float, uh, uh, like swim up to 20 meters. Uh. Ah, okay. After that, your lungs, everything cannot already. All okay. your organs cannot. Oh no. But the sperm whale can swim 100 meters deep. Oh. Yeah. So okay. you just I have see the hope. problem here. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, the step five, right, is. Just avoid sperm whales. Just don't <laughs> swim near them. Don't okay, okay, yeah. okay. Don't mm. take this risk. Avoid it. Precaution yeah. is better than cure. Yes. Okay, so Jingan. Yes. What is your search term? Okay, my search term is... Why are mosquito bites itchy? Do you know the answer? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, please. Go. Mosquito saliva. Okay, awesome. Very good. Correct, correct. Yes. Make into you, then your uh. body is like, no, 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 I don't like this saliva. Fight it. Yes. Because it triggers our immune, immune system. Yes, that's mm. right. Okay, very good. Yes. So, the mosquitoes that we normally meet, right, they are female mosquitoes and they need to drink blood 
before they reproduce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so you're right that they are injecting a little bit of saliva into our flesh. So why does it, what is the this saliva, what's the properties? It is venomous to us. No. Not venomous meh? It is. If not, why it trigger the immune response eh? Because it's a foreign substance. But it's not venomous. No. What, what, what constitutes venom and not venom? That's a good question. Hmm. Like, to what extent? Like, what kind of problem must I have? Then this thing is considered venom. That's a good question. That's a good question. But, but this saliva, right, it acts as an anticoagulant. Oh. So, because... So, it's know, like leech right there. The leech also... Saliva is anticoagulant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something okay. similar. Because, you know, when you like get a cut, right? Mm. Then you automatically like... Try dr- to dry up and yes. clot. Yes, so that you won't get infections uh-huh. via the outside, right? Uh-huh. That is part of our body's way of protecting ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right? But for the mosquito, mm-hmm. it's very hard, right? They want to poke into you and then... They want the liquid blood. They want to suck the liquid yeah, blood. Yeah, so if we try to dry up, then they cannot suck already, right? Then you spoil their sucky thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why they have this saliva. Yes. Okay. okay. So then our immune system is like, oh my god, there's a foreign thing in our body. So it will cause an immune response, mm-hmm. which aims to flush out the intruder. Okay. Okay, so the swelling around the bite mm-hmm. is actually caused by histamine. Yes, histamine. So what is histamine? Histamine is the body's response white blood cell and don't know what cell go and say, attack! Attack these foreign bodies! Get out of us! Is it? Yes, yes, yes. It actually increases the blood flow and the white blood cell to the affected area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So, histamine, right, is actually like the bouncer of our immune system. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, it makes you sneeze, it makes you tear up, it makes yeah, you yeah, itch. Yeah. So, they encourage you flush out that Yeah, 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 to thing. get out, to get rid of the foreign thing inside your body so normally in allergies right like things like dust and pollen are actually quite harmless yes but your body sees it as a big problem yes because it's foreign yes just don't like this thing yeah so it overreacts Mm -hmm. and then we try to stop it with antihistamines i'm very familiar yes okay okay so this is how it works yes yeah so why does it get more itchy when i scratch my mosquito bite cause more blood rush there and then more histamine go there. Okay. Something like that. It causes the swelling to be a bit more, right? Yes. You know, sometimes when you scratch it, yes. then the area becomes bigger. Yes. Yeah, but actually scratching, right, it triggers mild pain in your skin. Okay. Because you use your nails, right? Yes, yes, yes. And that distracts it from the itch. Oh. So it kind of makes it less itchy for less a while. Less itchy, but slightly more pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. you are distracted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it makes you feel better in the moment. But then most of the time, it just makes you itch elsewhere. Oh. And also, if you break the skin, it will cause infection, right? Is that why last time when we get the mosquito bite, then our friends will tell us, use your nail to make a cross. Have your friends ever told you that? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's nonsense, right? It You're doesn't not work to at all. Oh. I'm like, what nonsense is that? And why do I want to like <laughs> use my nail to make a cross on my skin? Yes, I've, I've done that many times. In hopes that it will work, but it, it does not. Okay, anyway, continue. Yeah, mm-hmm. so anyway, you want to scratch it, right? You try not to use your nails. You use, like, your, like, rub it or, like, smack oh, it. Oh, someone, last time my grandma would say something like, don't scratch, don't scratch. Then she would just slap, slap, slap the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would slap the mosquito bite. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, there's an itchy cycle. So the more you scratch, right, the more you will itch. Then the more you itch, the more you will scratch. Okay. And so on. So okay. you just shouldn't scratch okay. when you itch. Yeah. Okay, so itching begets scratching, scratching begets itching. Yes, okay. the itchy cycle. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. So do you know what it's like for a mosquito when they bite us? Ooh, tasty, delicious. That's the, I guess that's their, what it's like la, for the mosquito. Okay, our blood, right, is actually very, very hot to them. What? Okay. It's so hot, mm-hmm. in fact, that they have to pee themselves. To make evaporation happen so they can cool themselves down. Pee themselves? Pee on themselves? Yeah. They have to pee on themselves. Yeah. When they drink our blood. Something like so that. When it's something like peeing, but not really peeing. So when they're drinking our blood, they are open with the comma peeing on themselves yeah, yeah. while they are doing that. Yes. <gasps> what? Literally peeing on us as well. What? This process is called evaporative cooling. 
So it's not really pee, it's an excretion. Then sometimes you'll involve the excess blood that day. It's they sweating la, excuse me. It's not peeing, then it's sweating like excretion. It's what? not, it's not sweating. It's not sweating. Yeah, it's, it's where they pee from. <gasps> but they also sometimes like excrete like the blood from you. Is so it pooping? Extra is it poop? It's a bit like pooping also. No, so the mosquito is sucking our blood while peeing slash pooping blood. Sweat, on us sweating peeing pooping blood on us yeah. <laughs> okay continue <laughs> okay how many mosquitoes do you think it takes to kill us like one person to kill a single human yeah. an average human yeah you just roughly guess uh, 20,000 20,000 uh? yeah not close not close yeah more or less 200,000 200,000, yes, quite close. Maybe can kill you. Maybe can, uh, yeah. 200,000. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a quarter million a mosquito. quarter million is 250,000. Uh, uh. uh, yeah, like, it's still the same. Uh. Okay. Might kill you. Okay. Yeah. Confirm kill is 1 million. Yeah, correct. 1 million? Yeah. So you need to be locked in a cage with 1 million mosquitoes, then maybe you'll die. Quite confirm. La. Yeah. Then confirm you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I think a bit lesser than that also can lah, but like, yeah, quite confirmed that you will die if it's one million. One million eh? Where yeah. do you get one million mosquito? I the know, whole right? world got one million mosquito or not? God. Oh, God ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know that mosquitoes sometimes kill baby caribou? For what? They want to drink blood ma. Baby caribou. Caribou is the little uh, like cow. Yeah. They sometimes, work together to kill one. Yeah. <gasps> it's quite big eh. Yeah. It's a little dog. Yeah, it's possible la, for a herd of mosquitoes to kill. A... No. Yes. What the? <laughs> they just swam the little calf. Ah. Yes. Then so they the, kill it. So ah. the caribou is actually like sort of conditioned to run away from mosquitoes. <gasps> what in the yeah. world? Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, anyway, I, I read this article called What If a Million Mosquitoes Beat Me? Okay. Then the answer is? <laughs> so... An average mosquito, right, they would drink approximately 0.005 ml of blood. Okay. Okay, so that's like about one sesame seed worth mm-hmm. of blood. Okay, if you get bitten by 90,000, mm-hmm. you lose about 0.45 liters of blood, mm-hmm. which is the amount we donate. La. Okay. Like about there. Okay. Yeah, when you one donate bag, blood. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So that's getting bitten over five times for every square cm of your body. Okay, one square cm got five mosquito bites inside. Yes. Okay, can. If you get bitten by 90,000. Okay, can. Yes. So, most likely won't die. Won't Just die. Like very, very uncomfortable. Okay. Yes. If it's at 220,000, mm-hmm. which is 13 bites per square cm. Okay, one cm, 13 bites. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one you'll lose about 20% of your blood 20% of my blood okay yeah your body will go into shock you have major organ failure you'll be pale confused and weak and you might slip into a coma wow that's okay. why I say maybe will kill you maybe but mm. might survive but if somebody save you la. yeah 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. okay so if 1 million all 5.5 liters of blood will be drained from your body okay 62 bites per square cm can fit uh, okay can okay yeah so mm-hmm. that's like completely not okay for us like, okay because all of the blood will be gone uh. mm. Mm. so yes try not to get bitten by one million mosquitoes they must all buy you at the same time somehow yeah, or within yeah. that same time frame yes uh. yeah <sighs> so the chances of it happening is very little um, yeah so just what if uh, what if yeah so it's a very small possibility <laughs> that there is a death by mosquitoes yes unless there is a freaking crazy psychopathic serial killer with a damn de- weird mosquito fetish that catch you so mosquito fleet and breed one million mosquito okay so the chance is very little yeah okay yeah <sighs> I'm relieved <laughs> okay Liza what is your search term of the week my search term is can we get high on stress can we get high yeah on stress okay what does high mean get high la, like like adrenaline rush kind of thing or like high low like like very happy get high um, like what's the definition definition of high is uh cannot think straight 
Okay, okay. Uh, maybe lightheaded. Like you're unreasonably happy. May or may not be happy lah. Okay. Be, some people are happy drunk, some people are sad drunk, some people are tired drunk. Same lah, same kind. Okay, like you, you a bit like cannot control your emotions or behavior. Like you're not consciously normal. Okay. How about that? Alright, alright, alright. Because <laughs> the, the high is like such a broad term, right? Yes. Okay, anyway, because recently we are working on this platform. Yes. Okay, but anyway, we are scrambling to make this entire thing work. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And then we were working late for the past few nights. Yes. Yeah, then I felt like oh, I was a bit high. There's just a lot, like, yeah. a lot of things to do. Yeah. Then I don't know whether I was tired or my brain is, like, not enough oxygen. But I was like, a bit lightheaded, then a bit incoherent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Straight after so many Zoom meetings, right? Then after that, like, oh, until at night, right? 9.30, still Zoom meeting. Then 10 o'clock, still Zoom meeting. Then, like, <gasps> what's going on? Then mm. I feel like I'm not making sense anymore. Yeah, and you're slightly delirious, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of feeling. Mm, mm. Yeah, but I know, right, I'm definitely not sleep deprived. Mm. Because after doing so many episodes of this podcast, right? Yes. We know that sleep is very important. Yes. So I already try to get, like, enough sleep. Yeah, my at least seven hours of sleep. Right? Mm. So, okay, definitely I rule out sleep deprivation. Okay. I am not sleep deprived. Okay. Okay. So maybe is it just Maybe you're sleep quality deprived. <gasps> Why are you want to throw in another variable into my hypothesis? Okay, 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 continue, continue, continue. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway, I think that it's pure stress and fatigue. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I was like slightly delirious. Like, okay. Yes. So do you think mm. that we can get high on stress? Yes. Or do you think it's a sleep quality thing? I think uh, this is my hypothesis. Okay, your okay. hypothesis. My, my guess is that uh, because stress and like, you know, having a lot of things is considered a little bit like pain. Uh-huh. So your brain perceives it as pain that it needs to relieve. So it creates serotonin to kind of like make it less. Is it cortisol serotonin or serotonin? Serotonin is the... Yeah, something, some chemical la, to mm. make it uh, feel less stressful. Yeah, serotonin is for sleep and relaxation and chill. Okay, can? Yeah, so then, then you will be uh, more relaxed and like less in that state mm-hmm. to relieve your pain la, mm. in a sense. Mm. So that makes that that thing creates a high. Mm. Yeah. Your hypothesis is close, but it is inaccurate. Oh no. Close, close. The science is almost there. Okay. Not bad, not bad. I will say mm, B minus for effort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good guess. Okay. When I Google this, right, the first result is Neuroscientist and addiction specialist Jim Fox says that stress can cause a natural high by activating the arousal and attention centers in our peripheral nervous system. Okay. So there is a natural high. Okay. okay. And then right, all the search results below, right? Is can you be addicted to stress? Is your brain chemically dependent on stress? Are you a stress? Addict? Oh my gosh. Oh, like, so wait. many people asking these questions. Yeah. What in the world? It's like, they open a can of worms or what? <laughs> like, how come can get addicted? Man? Okay, okay. If can get addicted to it, right? Yes. It means can get high. That's why can get addicted, ma. That's why they are workaholics, la, is it? Uh-huh. Okay. So apparently, right, cortisol, which is the stress hormone, yes. right? It can make a region in the brain called the nucleus accumbens more sensitive to dopamine. So just want to say serotonin, not correct. It's dopamine. dopamine. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter that gives us... Happiness. Yes, happiness and pleasure. Yes. Yeah, so that part of your brain, right, mm. is very sensitive to this happiness mm. and pleasure hormone. So mm. it's like... Mm, okay. Okay. So when you're in the high-stress environment, right, you will be more driven to achieve something. Okay. Because when you achieve that something, right, then your brain gets dopamine. Ah. But because your brain is so sensitive to this dopamine, right? Mm. Then when the dopamine is released, right? Mm. It feels extra good. Oh. Like, yes. Normally, it's yes. I did it. <laughs> but then because you're high stress, right? Then when you did it, right? Then it's like, yes, I did it. Okay, then, yes. Yeah. War cry kind of like, oh my God. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> In the words of the neuroscientist, open your comma, mm. Stressors can wake up the neural circuitry underlying wanting and craving, just like drugs do. Mm. And like drugs, 
our brain will develop a tolerance to stress. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, over time, right, if we can't expose ourselves to stress, right? Yes. Our brain will need more and more stress to feel the same rush <sighs> from achieving the same thing. Oh my, it's really like an addiction. Yeah. So, we may take on more and more projects than we can actually handle. Oh. Or... We will wait until the last minute to get something done. Ah, procrastination. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our friend. Yes. So we want to crank up the stress, you know. Yes. Because the more stress we feel, right, then when we achieve it, right, then the dopamine will hit even stronger. Ah, interesting. Uh-huh. So that's how we become addicted to stress. Mm. Then, if you keep doing it like that, right, yes. do, 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 then it will become chronic stress. Then you will have health problems. Oh, ah. that's very interesting how it actually like goes down a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a brain camps thing. Mm. Okay, so question for you. Can stress be good? Yes. When? Why? How? Um, not like moderate stress is good mm-hmm. to make you kind of like more motivated to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. But like definitely not too much stress, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely correct. Yes. It can be good, but only if we are resilient enough to manage it. Because mm. we need stress to get out of our comfort zone. Mm. We need stress to grow. Mm. And we need stress to keep us from stagnating. Law. Yeah, law, like for example, if I'm very nervous for like a performance, then I just don't do it. Mm. Then I will never be able to perform. Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> start at level. Law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. What is the best way to chill out if you are addicted to stress? The best way to chill out. Mm. Because to someone who is addicted to stress, right? Yes. Chilling out uh, becomes a guilty indulgence. Oh, they like you feel, do nothing, right? Yeah, they'll feel guilty. Like, oh no, no, no. Like, and you oh, feel sh- anxious because you're not doing anything. Mm. Then how? Play games. Because games have objectives and goals. Not bad. Mm. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take that as a, as a... That's a very good suggestion. Yes. Yes. So, the scientist way of how to chill out if your brain craves stress uh, uh-huh. is to trick it. Okay. The answer is you trick it. Trick how? So you tell your brain, right, that chilling out is another task you need to accomplish. Oh. Like making an assignment. A yes. That you need to check off your list. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on your list, right, your to-do list, right, you need to put there, I need to be unproductive for one hour. And okay. then you need to check it off at eh? one hour. If not one hour, you cannot take it off. So after you chill out for one hour, right? Then you cross it off, right? Then your mm. brain will come out the dopamine again. Oh. Because you achieve something, man. Uh. Then it's like, wow, this thing's so difficult. Eh? I need to like chill out. Oh. Then after 60 minutes, they're like, huh? cross it off my list. Okay, good. Then you'll get the same dopamine, right? Then your brain will be like, oh. Why is our brain so dumb, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I like your suggestion also. Play games is also good. Mm. Because there's a goal and an achievement thing, right? Yeah. Mm. Alright, so that's it for this segment. It is time for a special segment. Three things to Google from a friend. Alright, Eliza, who is the contributor for this week? Our contributor this week is Wei Shi. Okay. Okay, so she gave us three related search terms. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Guys cut hair fortnightly. Girls cut less often if they have longer hair. Okay. But they spend more. Okay. Per haircut. Uh-huh. What is the average amount a man versus a woman spend on haircut each year? Who spends more? The person who cut the hair more frequently or the person who cut less frequently but, but more expensive? Mm, I don't know. Eh. Men. Men spend more. You say men spend more. I say woman. Eh. Women spend more. La. I must perm, must recondition, oh, must true, reborn. Huh? I must... forgot about all the, the other things. Don't know what they do. Do they do so many things <laughs> the with The dyeing hand. and whatever. All these things are very expensive. Yeah. But they seldom do, right? They two to three months, they do one time. Or like twice a year. Uh. Even haircut sometimes, I think girls don't really cut as often. Mm. Yeah. Especially the girls with long hair. Yeah. My hair short, I cut quite often. <laughs> yeah, me too. Guys, is like, I see my brother cut very often. Eh. Like every two weeks, he gonna cut hair. Okay, mm. what's your answer? I say girls, you say guys, right? Okay, mm. let's go. Okay. I'm reading from this website. La. It's called Towards Data Science. Okay. So I guess this person collected a lot of data on this. Okay. According to his respondents, mm-hmm. an average guy spends around $154 a year in hair salons or barbershops, 
while the average woman spends about 250 plus. Okay, so the woman spends at least $100 more. Yes, but if we just look at the haircut, mm -hmm. because guys get more haircuts, right? Mm -hmm. The average guy spends $22.7 per haircut, mm -hmm. while the woman spends $29 per haircut. Post choke, this one is which country? Not Singapore. Okay. US. Okay. Yeah. If you just look at the haircuts, right? So mm. guys spend more like, because they go to the barber more or the often. salon more, right? Mm. But out of all the money that the women spend on haircuts, right? Mm. Only 40% funds the actual haircut. Oh yeah, because they always add treatment, add this, add that thing. Okay. Mm. Mm. So the remaining $150 per year goes to hair coloring, straightening, blowout, etc. Oh. Yes. Okay. So, I guess on average, women spend more at more. hair salons. Okay. Okay, I want to show you... I want, uh, I want to talk about a Singapore perspective of it. Alright. Okay. So, I went to do some googling about Singapore. Mm. So, I came across this on Reddit Singapore. Mm -hmm. And then it asked, Men of our Singapore, mm -hmm. uh, how much do you spend on haircut? Mm. Then a lot of people just say, just go to the Malay barbers. <laughs> $10 and it's very nice. Like, got fit and all that. Ah, you know. Then they ask them to don't go to the twenty, thirty dollar the, the Korean kind. You know there's a lot of Korean yes. hair hair shops now yes, in Singapore. Yes, yes. Yeah, then they are saying like don't don't go there, it's not worthy and no, 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 no. So I guess according to the demographic. Yes. And also based on what I observe from my friends, they usually go to barbers and for so guys lah. Yeah. Yes. And those uh QB house and EC house and all the very quick cut. Stuff. Yes, it's yeah. enough. Because mm -hmm. by the time the hair grows out, yeah. it's going to look the same no matter if you go to the salon or you go to the barber. Yeah, unless unless the guy uh, is want to be a bit like celebrity kind la, they want to have long, long-ish hair. Yeah, the like Korean the, style. Mm, the type. style is difficult to cut. Yes, the yes. pretty boy style. Yes, yes. Yeah, so unless you really want the pretty boy style and you really want that 25 to $40 kind of haircut, then yes. you go there. But most guys in Singapore, they mm. will go to the cheaper one. Mm. Mm. Then for the girls, right, there is this average price for women's haircut in Singapore from 2009 to 2020. Then it's like, wow, some kind of data website, Statista. And it says that the average price for a standard women's haircut in Singapore was 96.01 US dollars. What? Yeah, which is like 120-ish. Okay. Sing? Per year. Uh. No, per haircut. Per haircut? Yeah. But only cut once or twice a year. Uh. Oh my gosh, okay. And Singapore was ranked the fourth most expensive city in the world eh, for haircut <laughs> for and haircuts. women's haircut. Okay. After Zurich, Paris and Hong Kong. Wow, okay. Amazing, yes, right? Interesting. Okay. I think that's our answer already. <laughs> it's kind of not fair that they charge women so much more for haircuts. But we want to do so many more things with it. That's why. Mm. So they should actually charge the same as men. Mm -hmm. But because we already add on all the like the dyeing, the haircut, mm. the perming, etc. Right? Mm. So actually it's the same. It will average out. Mm. Mm. I think we also need to charge by hour. Because in the end, it's a very skilled labor. That's true. Must be fair for the hairstylist. Mm. Worthy. I feel like this kind of skilled labor is worthy. Indeed. It's People need haircuts. Worthy profession. I, I, I bias lah. Because I'm also skilled labor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what is the next question? Okay. The next question is also related. Yes. What is the average number of clothes we have in our closet? <laughs> Good question. And how many percent of their clothes do we wear within a two-week period? Wow, very good question. Eh? Yeah, what's the average number of clothes? Ah? I think me, I have 50. Ah. Got 50, you know? <laughs> I throw away a lot. Eh. I think after, we have like close to 100. After I left corporate, I threw away a lot. Mm. Like last time when I was working in office, I had a lot. I had like one whole part of my closet is purposely for office. Eh? Mm. Then mm. I have one whole set of clothes is for going to the gym. Mm, and mm. then going to the gym got different kind of gym got mm. go yoga one <laughs> go like heat one yes yes, yes. <laughs> all the different kind of clothes yes yes that's true then after that got sleeping clothes uh. then after that got go out clothes 
Mm. Yeah, but now it's like COVID, I only go gym already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess your wardrobe is split into uh, different sets of clothes for different occasions. Yeah, then last time we travel also, then got the winter clothes, got the oh, beach clothes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Right, right, right. Then yes. now I don't need to wear already. All the scarf, all that I don't need already. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so according to a survey of a thousand USA women, Closet Mate has found that the average woman has 103 items of clothing in her closet. Okay. Wow, these people are so good. Uh. They actually go and count for this survey. Very interesting. I googled the same terms, you know. Average number of clothes a man owns. Then they tell me, it suggested that men own around 8 to 12 dress shirts if you wear them every day for work. Or just 3 if you only wear them for special occasions. Excuse me, do you mean that men will buy the minimal number of clothes? Yes, eh. Yes. They are trying to suggest eh, to buy more in case you need to wear all day. <laughs> <laughs> if not, they know that men will buy very few. <laughs> I know for a fact that, like, for example, my brother, right, he will just wear whatever he usually wears. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, if I'm comfortable in... Actually, I'm also like that. If I'm comfortable in this particular outfit, then I'll just keep wearing it. Yeah. But we are not the typical kind of girls also. That's true. Yeah, my friends are all like, yeah, don't wear these same clothes and take the picture later. People will notice that I wear these clothes again. Yeah, but I feel like if you fit into that culture, right? Like the this mindset that you cannot wear the same thing mm. semi-regularly. Mm. Then like you are feeding into the fast fashion culture. Yes. Which is not good yes. for the earth. Yes. Yeah, so... Like, to me, like, that's, that's okay. Like. I mean, I'm okay to just wear something that I look good in, mm. like, semi-regularly. Mm. I think that's fine. Mm. Yeah. I'm even weirder. I will, like, if I realise that I like this particular shirt or this oh, particular yes. tank top, right, I'll just buy it in different colours. Different colours. Then I'll just keep wearing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Actually, I love it. I'm very happy like that. Yeah, and I always, like, find it very hard to find a good fit. Mm. Like, a certain t-shirt <laughs> fitting that fits me so if it fits me right, I'll just buy like several iterations of this certain cut mm. oh something interesting I want to share the listeners is yes. that even though now I'm artist and I don't even wear office clothes anymore yes but when I go to open inverted comma work mm-hmm. I have work clothes it's a specific set of clothes that I wear to work oh yeah 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 so yes. when I wear that that tank top or that shorts or that pair of slippers I know ah I must be painting or working on yes. my art business so even at home we have like a certain outfit that so called puts our brain into the gear you also of have working a- yeah 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 <laughs> like I don't wear the same clothes I wear to sleep to yeah 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 yeah. not the sleeping clothes yeah yeah yeah, 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 so yeah. like sleeping clothes is one set right yes then the working clothes is one set then the going out clothes is one set yes, yes, yes. oh my god we have the same same kind of work style. Yeah, I guess we, it's not say very uh glamorous. Also, the the work at home clothes, mm. <laughs> it's not super glamorous, but it is a different set of clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good, good. We have established that. Okay, last, 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 last question. Yes. Oh, by the way, it is said that we only wear twenty percent of our clothes. closet. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's true. Ah. Uh. Mm. I think I wear less than that. All the Me winter too. clothes and all that, I don't really wear already. <laughs> yeah, a lot of clothes I don't wear on a regular basis. Okay, the last one is a very, uh, I think it's an opinion question. La. Okay. If we only wear a small percentage of clothes, why do we have so many pieces? <laughs> then she asks, what about shoes? Shoes also what? You know, she's asking the same thing uh, that my mom like to ask. Uh-huh. She always asks my brother and I, uh, you all only got one pair of feet. Why y'all must wear so many shoes? <laughs> It's like, why you must have so many shoes? You're, you think you're octopus? Ah? Huh? <laughs> they will be like, oh. but mom, there is different, different occasion calls for different shoes. Indeed. That's mm. right. Mm-hmm. If you want to go running, you need running shoes. Yes. You want to go walking, you get walking shoes. Hiking, you got hiking shoes. If you want to go just chill out, you can wear slippers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you got sneakers, and then you got the... Yeah, the slippers and then slippers got different kind one. Yes. The kind that go market, the kind that go up. <laughs> yes, that's right. So uh, that's the same rationale as clothes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, I think we've answered that. I don't think we really need to Google this. No, don't need to Google. It's an opinion <laughs> question. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> do, 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 do.
Okay, okay, okay. Jingan, what is your next search term? Okay, my search term is... Types of snakes in Singapore. I know. You know? Yes. What? Venomous snake and non-venomous snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not bad, not bad. Because <laughs> yesterday, right, we were doing our seven-month prayer. Then we saw a snake. Okay. It's... Green colour one, is it? At night. So we were, we were a bit like concerned because uh-huh. we don't know where the snake will go, right? Uh-huh. So I had to keep an eye on the snake. Okay, wait. Skinny or fat? Oh, skinny is skinny. Then like it's longish, but it looks a bit like a baby snake. Like it's not okay. grown into its uh, full potential yet. Okay. Yeah. It's not the final form yet. It's the yeah, 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 <laughs> starter yeah. Pokemon only. It's thin and uh black. Black, okay. Yeah. So it's like a bit concerned because it's black. Yeah. Black snakes are a bit more yes. dangerous. Yes. Yep. Okay, so I wasn't very sure whether it was aggressive, so I decided to Google the types of snakes in Singapore. Okay, was it near your though? Somewhat near. Yeah. Then? Then it climbed into a tree, then I just let it be in the tree law. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, continue your <laughs> <her> story. <laughs> I think it also freaked out because like, it got human suddenly, then it just like, okay, I'm going to go hide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because mm. actually snakes, right? They are fine if you leave them alone. Mm. Most of the time. Mm. Yeah. Unless you accidentally step on it or something like that, you know? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, how many species of snakes do you think there are in Singapore? Uh, 270. That's a lot. Yeah, I just anyhow pluck it out from thin air. Okay, okay. It's not 270. 70. Oh, 70. <laughs> Still a lot though. <laughs> Like, make you feel like it's like not a lot. No, it's actually a lot. 70, yeah, 70 is a lot. Is a lot. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think that there would be 70 species of snakes in Singapore. Mm. Uh, so they are ranging from small, blind, and burrowing snakes. To small, ve- blind, and burrowing. Yeah. They're not worm, eh? They're <laughs> <laughs> snake, ah. okay? Can- yeah, mm. there's a type of snake that is small and blind and also burrowing. Mm, which is not a worm. Okay. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not worm. Okay. Snake. And also very big and long and scary snakes. Okay. Yeah. So a whole list like y'all can go and Google. Um, there are a few that we might want to take note of. Oh, For okay. example, there's the reticulated python. Okay. You know what that is, right? Python? No? Yeah, python. No? Very big and uh. thick and will crush people to death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The and kind it, that is very scary. And yes. their mouth can, like, make and do very big and swallow very big things. Yes. Okay, so, guess how many are captured every month? In Singapore? Yes. Uh, 20. 50. 50? Yeah. 50? I was, I, was think, <laughs> I was still thinking, uh, oh, maybe the pest control, right? Monday to Friday, they work. Then Saturday, Sunday, they can rest. Then I count, count, count. Ah, oh, maybe they work about 20 days a month. Uh-huh. So one day they catch one. Then you're like 50. I'm like, huh? So many. <laughs> so that's about like average two plus eh, a mm, day. Eh. More than two a day. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, mm. wait, just, just what they do with everybody. the snake? They just catch it uh, and release uh, or kill it. Make snake soup. Sell to Geylang. <laughs> I guess it depends. It you, depends. Know, say, you know Geylang got sell snake soup, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do they sell it there? No, la, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Then what they do with the snake? They probably place it in a more appropriate place for the snake. Or put it in a jungle or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because, like, I guess there is somebody that is uh, monitoring the ecology of Singapore. Oh, yes, yes. I thought you would say they put it back at the same place. Then I'm like, how they know it's not the same snake that keeps appearing? That's true, that's true. Like, for example, if it appear near somebody's house. Yeah, then you catch, then you let go, then after that you come Then you go back to the house, right? Uh. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if uh, snakes have like, but a I think sense of direction. I think you're right, though. I think they put it in a, like, a nature reserve or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay, anyway. Mm. You will want to avoid these snakes. Okay. okay I'm going to list four, okay? Okay. There is the king cobra in Singapore. Huh? In Singapore got cobra? Yes. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. It is the largest venomous snake in the world and it can grow up to 6 meters. Yes. The amount of neurotoxin that it can deliver in a single bite is enough to kill 20 people. 20 in one single bite. Huh? 
So how how does it work? Like it bite you, then you touch someone, then everybody die. No what? It has to go inside everybody's blood what? No no no, that's not what it means here as in like the amount of venom uh-huh. that it injects, right? That, uh-huh. that that amount they probably like went to analyze it, like measure it lah. So okay. you actually only need one twentieth of that of amount that. Yeah, okay. to die. Okay. Yeah, that's what it means. Okay. <laughs> it's not like contagious. Yeah, it's not like they bite you, then you go and bite <laughs> someone, right? It's like, the... okay, I'm dying, then I'm like, oh no, I want to bring you down with me, then I just grab your arm and bite you, then you die. It's King Cobra special move. Chain. You bite me, Chain. I bite you, but it's like zombie, and then Chain bite. <laughs> Doesn't work like that, what, right? Okay. Mm. No, it does not work like that. Okay, okay. Anyway, yes, it's rare. It's pretty rare to cite it in Singapore. Okay. But in May 2020, mm-hmm. there was a very public sighting of a 4-meter king cobra near Marsling MRT. Okay. Okay, so note that, uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. It, it's possible to see a cobra in Singapore. Okay. Okay, then there's another one called the banded crate, which is a snake with black and white bands mm-hmm. with a triangular cross-section. Okay. Highly venomous, but will not bite if left alone. Which okay. applies to most snakes. Okay. Okay. Next one, equatorial spitting cobra is a cobra but black. Plus, it will spit venom at your eyes if it thinks you are the enemy. Then don't look at it, la. Oh my goodness! This is where the Medusa <laughs> thing comes from. Oh, maybe they turn to stone. You look at it, right? You look at it, then it spit at you or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Maybe from this. Okay, mm. continue. Okay, next one is Wagless Pit Viper. Okay. It is a yellow, black, white snake. Sometimes it is green because the female one is green. Okay. And it has spots. Uh, this snake, right, is sometimes known as the Temple Pit Viper due to its abundance in the Temple of Azure Cloud in Penang. Okay. Which has since renamed itself to Snake Temple. Yeah, okay. It fits. It's more fitting. <laughs> So I went to look at an article about this snake temple, right? Uh-huh. Literally, you know, the snakes are inside the temple and just chilling out and just like everywhere. How can people visit uh, this kind of place? Exactly, right? I, I, don't, I don't really feel like I want to be near this. I don't risk my my life. Is it venomous? Yes, right? Yes. Then why they keep so many? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it won't attack unless it Unless you provoke, provoke it. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what should you do if you encounter a snake? Freeze. Back away slowly. Make yourself smaller and back away slowly. Keep your eyes on it in case it lunge at you. And then when you're far enough, then run! Okay. That feels like, you know, like any predator, you should kind of like do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, I think for snakes, they are not trying to attack you uh-huh. unless you accidentally attack it. Uh-huh. Yeah, la, so if you accidentally step on it, or like accidentally mm-hmm. startled it, mm-hmm. then maybe you should do that. You should just mm-hmm. run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... No, you cannot just run. You need to freeze oh. and back away slowly. Okay. I came across one before in Australia. Oh, yeah. And it stood up. Oh my god. Yeah, it was so scary. It's like, when it's 10, it's, it's intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's trying to do. I guess it's because it's scared of you. Yeah, so that's why it's trying stand, to like, okay... Try and make itself bigger. No, don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but lucky I watched enough discourage. But if you back away, then it will like it, it will also back away. It will slowly uh, come down. It will like, be like okay, chill, chill. Yeah. yeah, then we just went our separate ways. <laughs> okay, so the first rule is not to panic, and don't try to handle the snake yourself. Why would you want to handle it? Don't like. Okay, so if you're in Singapore, sense, right, you just what? take a photo on your phone and get in touch with the Singapore Zoo. <laughs> such a Singaporean uh, <laughs> instruction. Eh, just take photo lah. Take your... photo and call the zoo, okay? I know you got a phone camera. <laughs> if you feel that the matter is more urgent, you can call the police. Call the police? <laughs> <laughs> the police is like, I want taser it lah. <laughs> uh, it is extremely unlikely that the snake will bite you. But if you do get bitten, you can call 995 for emergency services. Oh, okay. Okay, so what to do if the snake is in your house? Okay, don't attack it. Scream. Number one, don't use a, a broom or whatever thing to make it keep your distance. How people will attack it? Uh? You dare to attack me with the broom? Yeah, some people try to kill the snake. Wow, eh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because they don't want it to be in their house, right? Okay. So they try to kill it. Lor. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes, so brave. Uh. Okay, good good <laughs> job, guys. Okay, then, but don't do that. Okay, yep. continue. Then make sure your children and pets are kept away from the snake. Yeah, they can strangle the children and the pets. Okay, yes. continue. If the snake is in the garden, mm-hmm. spray gently with a water hose to send it on its way. Please don't be in our house. Thank you very much. <laughs> send it on its way. <laughs> if it's in a pool, it uh-huh. may be tired from swimming. So it cannot get out of the pool itself. Oh, so you can use a like a, a, net. a long net or a long handled thing. Oh, bamboo or something. Yeah, 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 to gently remove the snake. Oh, okay. Okay. Then if the snake uh, is in an open area and not really moving, you can actually place a heavy object or a towel over it. Then it will come down and feel secure. Not kid it, huh? just like cover only. Cover, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then meanwhile, you can go and get some help. Like call acres or something okay. and parks. Yeah. Okay. Then if a snake is in the drawer, just leave it. Just leave it and don't try to like get it out. Don't even go near. In a drawer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So these are the steps if you encounter a snake. Okay. Good job. Thank you okay. for this PSA. Mm. I need it. All right. So Eliza, what is your second search term of the week? My search term is. Why are some farts hotter than others? What do you mean? <laughs> what is hotter? <laughs> Some farts are hot or are warm, much warmer than others. Like spicy? Hot lah. Warm, warm. Sao, re, re. Really meh? Yes. Since when are some farts hotter than others? Yes. Some of them are warmer. <sighs> okay. You, if you try to remember, <sighs> can't remember. Bluff, bluff, you're the princess unicorn. I don't know what thing that you said last week. <laughs> okay. Because last week, right, I was updating our social media then. and Patreon for for your fat search term. Oh, yes, yes, ah, yes. Then I was looking for all these things to put, right? So you had another fat search term. Then I stumbled upon this, law. Okay. Then I cannot help but click it. Uh. Alright, let's mm. go. Okay, why are some fats hotter than others? Okay, uh, from a Healthline article, so it's medically reviewed. <laughs> Everybody has warmer farts, like have this experience of some farts warmer than others, except you, okay? But it's okay, you can be open to our world. Okay, 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 sometimes, sometimes. I feel like with a spicy fart, then it will be warmer. Yeah. Okay, occasionally, you may experience the sensation of hot farts. Okay. The truth is, the temperature of your toots is typically the same, but a few factors can make them feel warmer than normal. Okay, this is from the article, not my words. Okay, like, what causes burning farts? Okay, got five medically reviewed reasons. <laughs> Number one, low gas levels. If you got a lot of gas, mm-hmm. then you expel it faster. So it'll boot out forcefully. Okay. Yeah. But if you have less gas, then it'll come out slowly. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the air will linger around your butt and heat up your butt skin slightly. Oh. Okay. So it's like... Because the temperature inside of you is higher than outside of you. Yes, correct. Okay, okay number two, diarrhea and food intolerance. Okay. Again, once again, the temperature of the gas is the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that your skin around the area is more sensitive because you go to the toilet a lot. Oh. Mm. Mm. So it feels warmer. Ah. Number three, okay. spicy food, which is what you say. La. Spicy parts. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we covered this before. It's the capsaicin, mm. right? Irritates your butt and then makes your fat feel warmer than normal. Okay. Okay, number four. Tight underwear and tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the gas will be stuck at your butt longer <laughs> before it is dispersed through the fabric. I feel like all these answers are like very like common Med- sense. Medically reviewed, huh? <laughs> Excuse me? Okay, continue. Number five. Last one, ah, yes, is constipation. Okay, because there's too many things in your bowels, then there's not much space for gas. Ah. so there's not much space for gas means not much gas. Mm. So not much gas means you cannot boot so hard and loud. <laughs> the gas will come out slower. Okay, got it. Then just now we already established that slower is. Hotter. Yeah, slower is hotter. Okay. There are other more serious causes also, like medical problems, like colon cancer or this and that. Uh-huh. So, if you get hot farts consistently and a lot, 
then maybe you want to go and see doctor. Okay, got it. Mm. But if it's occasional hot farts, mm-hmm. it's fine. Alright. You are just a normal human. Okay. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so many fart topics. Alright. <laughs> We've reached the almost end of our podcast. And now it is time for... One thing to recommend. My recommendation for this week is... Hospital Playlist. Okay. It is a Korean drama. Okay. And it's one of the most wholesome Korean dramas I've ever watched. It is set in a hospital and we follow five doctors who are friends and play in a band together. A music band. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this drama, it combines medical drama mm-hmm. and also some nostalgic uh, music elements oh. from the 90s. Oh. Yes. So it's quite interesting because like, you get to learn about the Korean pop music of that era. Mm-hmm. There is no like central antagonist for the entire show. Everyone is good, man. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Everybody is... Is that a spoiler? Excuse me. Are Just spoiling No, the thing? not really. Because oh, okay. it's, it's about the life of a doctor in the hospital and the patients and their stories and that kind of thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the entire show is like very like about humanity and kindness. Mm. It's just like very wholesome. Mm, mm, mm. There are some romantic lines, but it's just like not really the main part of the show. Okay, okay. Yeah. The second season is currently airing and it should end in the next three weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Not even tell me something very exciting about second season. Then it's like, oh, it's currently every oh, thing. It's nice, like I've been watching it. It's very good. Okay, mm. okay. I'm glad you enjoy it so much. <laughs> this face of I'm not going to watch this thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she exposed. It's my really very thoughts. good. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay, my recommendation for this week is yes. a short story by Leo Tolstoy. Oh, called the Three Questions. Okay. Actually, it's quite a long short story. <laughs> Leo Tolstoy is the one who wrote War and Peace. Mm. And Kenna Karenina. Don't know, don't know, but Anna, Anna Karenina, yes. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Okay, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 that guy. Okay, so this short story that I'm recommending is The Three Questions. Okay. And it's a bit like a fable like that. I think you'll be tempted to skip ahead to read the ending. I feel like these fables, right, they make their impact by being a bit recursive. Then after that, suddenly at the end, the big review. Mm, mm. Yeah. It's actually part of his collection of short stories titled What Men Live By. Ah, okay. Mm. So if you like this first short story, I will suggest for you to read all of them. It's quite a nice ride. Oh, really? The entire book. Interesting. Mm, I enjoyed it. Okay, we've reached the end of this week's podcast. Thank you, Eliza, for making this podcast with me. And thank you, Zingan, for doing this podcast with me. If you have Googled anything interesting lately, you can drop us a DM or comment on any of our social media accounts and we will search it up on the show. You can also follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page where we post images of some of the things that we talked about today. You can also help share our show with your friends that might enjoy a comedy trivia podcast. If you would like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. And now, we are off to record One More Thing, a Patreon-only podcast called One More Thing. So, see you there! Has a hundred and three, a hundred and, a hundred and three items. <laughs> What happened?